2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Podcast. Conversations with authors. We place ads online.
0: Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving.
1: Real people respond. You go to Singapore
2: or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real
0: problem. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea.
2: And
3: anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the
0: only good advice I'll ever give you is to re-hide your whips and chains.
1: Here are your hosts, Kathy Kane
0: and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy on Twitter. If you can write a review, uh, I would really appreciate that, Um, either on Stitcher or iTunes or wherever you listen to my podcast. If you want to be on the show, I'm always looking for callers. I love when my listeners write in and then become guests on my show. Uh, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcasts at com. My motto kind of is like everybody's interesting. I really believe like if you grill people like Barbara Walters enough, you'll find some like interesting stuff about I would say 99% of the people. So uh, just because you don't think that your problem or your lifestyle or whatever you're doing is that interesting, uh, trust me, it probably is, or I would find the angle to make it interesting. (laughs) So uh, if you want to be on the show and talk about your shit anonymously, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Today I have on a guy. He's really super young. I think he's like 21. Um, I found him on Craigslist and he had a regular problem. It was kind of like my girlfriend caught me talking to another girl or saying some shit and she's really super jealous. And I like problems like that because, you know, I think some people think I only like to talk about sex, but that's not really true. It's just like what I typically get on my show. But I like these regular problems because I think that they're very common and a lot of people go through this kind of stuff, and I like to analyze it too because that's just like what I like to do. (laughs) So anyway, we talk about that issue. We talk a lot about like, you know, guy-girl stuff. So I think it's really interesting. We also get into his past and his issues with his mom and her issues with her dad because the other thing that he has going on with this girl that's like a weird twist is they have what's called a DD. LG scenario I think that's what it's called a daddy daughter little girl thing I don't know it's some sort of phrase that he talked about that I'm like what the fuck are you talking about and he explains it on the podcast that um this girl that he's dating that he has this issue with is into him being like her daddy and I've seen this stuff on Craigslist a lot there's a lot of daddy father daddy son mommy son shit going down. I mean a lot of people have this kind of fantasy and it's interesting to me. Uh, So we talk about that too. Um, His name is Tommy Lee. That's what he said he wanted to be called. I was a little surprised that he even knew who he was but we talk about that as well. Uh, It's not Tommy Lee, the Tommy Lee. It's Tommy Lee, just a regular young guy uh, who calls in to talk about his shit. So I'm going to be right back on with Tommy Lee. (coughs) Uh, you're on the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. How are you?
1: Hi,
2: how's it going?
0: Good. So you're Tommy Lee, but you're not the Tommy Lee. I'm surprised. At 20 years old, you know who Tommy Lee is. Is that because like your parents listen to Tommy Lee? Like, how do you know who Motley Crue is? Or do you know him from like um, his current I bands? I listen
2: to Motley Crue actually.
0: You do, but who turned you on to it? Like your parents.
2: Um, no, actually, um, I won free concert tickets, and I ran when I was i think eighteen
0: mm, mm-hmm. and you like them
2: yeah i was already I was already a big fan of a c d c so uh-huh,
0: mm-hmm. so you like that kind of rock roll kind of music or whatever you wanna call it, I don't know, yeah, that's cool, uh, yeah, and they don't have much of that now, that's new, right, in your time period. <laughs> And like now, that yeah, comes out no. right, not at all.
2: I like classic rock, so.
0: Cool. So this is your deal, okay? And I'm I'm assuming it's probably there's more to it. I don't know. That's what I'm here for. And I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. So you posted an ad on Craigslist, right? What section was your ad in? Do you remember? Because I I answer ads in all different sections. Do you remember what section you placed your ad in? I
2: think it was. Um, I think it was. Um I forget what section it was in, but I posted that I wanted advice on a situation.
0: Right, but was it in the casual encounters section, right? Like men for no, women, women no. for men? No, it was like in general or I think something? it was strictly platonic. Oh, them. okay. So your deal is, you're 20 years old, right? You have a girlfriend. You called it some sort mm. of relationship, D, D, L, G, something. I, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about, but you'll explain that in a second. But you have a girlfriend. How long have you been dating your girlfriend for?
2: Um, almost a year.
0: Okay, so you're dating some girl for about a year. And there is another girl that you're friends with, and she saw, your girlfriend saw you texting the other girl, and you said something like, I'd like to see you naked or in a bikini or some shit like that, and your girlfriend saw it and freaked out, and now she totally doesn't trust you, but, like, you had really no intention of really ever crossing that line. It's just something that you said, right? Is that, like, the gist of it?
2: Yeah, basically.
0: And now is she just going mental, and she doesn't trust you? And like, what's the why? Are you on like Craigslist looking for advice?
2: I wasn't sure how to handle that situation. She was wasn't really trusting me, and
1: after she really found sure out,
0: to... or like before? Yeah. What, did she trust you before? Like, after... how did she go into your phone and find that text? And why would you like leave? Oh, we that? were in
2: just, a... um, we were just watching. A, um, we were supposed to put on a movie, and the Text messages were already opened, so mm-hmm. so when you open the phone and you know you open an iPhone, you can see whatever the last thing they had to open was usually.
0: Mm-hmm. So she looked at your phone and saw this text. Now, did she know that you're friends with this girl? Yes. And who? How long have you been friends with this girl? This so I'm assuming that this is someone that you were friends with before you met your girlfriend.
2: Yeah, we've been friends since high school.
0: Okay, now have you ever hooked up with this girl or is she totally just a friend, always been a friend?
2: Totally just a friend.
0: Okay, and now let me ask you this. Why, I mean, do you guys have like, a, like any kind of chemistry between you that you would be sending like flirtatious texts like that? Like how did that come up in text with this girl if she's just strictly your friend?
2: Um, well, you know, she used to be slightly overweight. And she's lost a lot of weight, and she sent me pictures. And then I, you know, quickly responded with just, you know, that with the comment that I made previously. And what was the exact um, comment? Was it it I want to? Because I'm a guy, so just seeing anything, you know, like that, that'd be my own response.
0: Yeah, but what was your response again? Was it, I'd like to see you naked or I want to see you in a bikini? Like, what did you say back to I, her? I
2: said, I think I think you would look sexy in a bikini.
0: I think that's what I said. Oh, that's not that bad. You were being nice. Yeah. I mean, like, let me ask you this, really, between me and you and my, the people listening. Nobody knows who the fuck you are, right? You're mm-hmm. Tommy Lee, right? Nobody knows. So, did yeah. you really mean it? Like, did you think, like, she kind of looked hot, and you were like, wow, she look hot now in a bikini? Or did well, you just say that to be nice? lost a lot of
2: weight, and I was, I, she lost a lot of weight, and I, I'm not, I'm not, like, no model or anything, but I surely don't have a six-pack or anything, and so I was kind of, like, more or less envious that she, she, um, went through all of that to lose all that weight, and you know, mm-hmm. over the
0: years. So you were trying to give her, like, kudos. You have had respect for her. Like, I, I'm just trying to see yeah, where you were little coming little from.
2: More, a little more like I really wanted to see her naked or in a bikini or anything like
3: that.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Do you have any, like, if you really had to be honest with yourself and with me, do you have any kind of physical attraction to this girl, maybe now that she's lost the weight?
2: Not really. I never really did. I liked just hanging out with her. It didn't really matter, you know.
0: No, but listen, okay. The difference between, like, friends and lovers, boyfriends and girlfriends, right, is, like, the difference is, like, the reason why you keep some people as friends and some people more than friends is, like, sexual chemistry, right? So maybe with this girl, you've been friends with her since high school, so obviously you guys are super compatible as people, right? Right. And as a man and a woman, maybe you were never attracted to her in the past because she was overweight and maybe that's not your thing. I don't know. So I'm saying now that she lost the weight, a lot of girls lose weight and they look like killer. Like, you know what I mean? Like she could have had a beautiful face and she lost the weight and maybe now she's like, she went from like a six to an eight. I don't know. So I'm just wondering if now that she did lose the weight, like, is there a little bit of an attraction there now that wasn't there before?
2: Not really. It was more. Of, I was shocked when I when I saw the pictures because we haven't really spoken in
0: so long. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, we, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. No. I'm not asking about. I'm, and,
0: yeah. I'm not asking about the the actual text. I know that at the actual text, like when you just text her, you just like it just came up in your head, right? And you texted it. You weren't thinking about it. I'm just saying now, thinking about how she looks, right? And knowing what she looks like now, if you didn't have a girlfriend, do you think, like, maybe you'd be maybe into her?
2: Maybe, but I don't think she's
0: into me. Right. But if she was into you, would you be into her? My point is, I just want to know if, like, now that she lost the weight, if you have, like, maybe... Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Right. So, it's a kind of, like, a different situation. And maybe that's kind of what your girlfriend is. Is worried about right? She obviously does. She obviously knows the story right? Because it seems like you're probably pretty honest with her. If you let her read the text in your phone, right? You probably explained to her that she She, was overweight.
2: The whole story.
0: Right. So she's probably a little freaked out thinking like, oh, just like what I would think and what I just said. Like, you know, yeah, you didn't like her because and you've been friends with her since high school because maybe she was overweight. And now that she lost this weight, maybe now you're going to start liking her because she looks great and you guys are great friends and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. So that. so that would make her maybe a little freaked out. So what happened after she saw that text? Like exactly, that's made you sort of like go to Craigslist um, and put an ad out there. Basically,
2: she she wasn't too happy about it.
0: She, mm-hmm. What did she, she was say? Like, oh,
2: do you like her? Maybe you should maybe you should start going out with her. I mm-hmm. think it made her feel really insecure about her own life.
0: Of course, it's a call. It's called jealousy, like you know, and we all have it. Men too, you know. It's not just women feel jealousy, you know. Oh, of course. Put yourself in that position, in her position, like you just said. You were like, you're not in the best shape, and you don't have abs and steel either. But like, what if like she met a guy, or you know what I mean? You saw a text in her phone that she was like, "Wow, your six packs is so is so hot" to some guy that she's great friends with. Not even like a stranger, like someone that she's been friends with since high school it would probably make you jealous, don't you think?
2: I I think I would feel some type of way too.
0: Right, so you have to understand, even though you say stuff to her probably to try to make her feel better, because she's not you, and she's not in your head, she doesn't really know for sure. So, like, since that conversation she was upset, and she said that, and I'm like, what did you say to make her feel better? Like, how did you calm her down?
2: Well, I, I, you know, um, Basically, well, actually, furthermore, what ended up happening after is, I guess, she went behind my back and started messaging the other girl, and the girl won't talk to me at all.
0: Oh, my God. Wait a second. (laughs) No, 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 no. But wait, what did she go back and say to the other girl?
2: I have no idea, to be honest. I have no clue to this day. I don't have any idea of what she said.
0: Well didn't you ask the other girl she won't re- respond back to you she won't talk to me she oh my talk God. To me. i
2: I don't know what what happened between the two of them but she doesn't want anything to do with me.
0: How do you know because she just never has responded to any text back ever since
2: yeah she never she just didn't want to talk to me after she 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 just was
0: angry and yeah but what did she just, say what did she say specifically i'm gonna maybe help okay but wait a second I okay just, hold on hold on hold on hold on i just want to take it one step at a time okay so your girlfriend gets really upset you tell her don't worry she gets this girl's number i'm assuming from you from your phone right I
2: think she got her email or something like that and started emailing her. Okay, and let me ask I, you this. How do
0: I, you know that she, if you don't know the details, right, who told you that she contacted the girl behind your back?
2: Actually, actually, my friend did. My good friend told me she contacted me, and she said that was out of line and childish because we're much, much older now. And she was like, I don't want to deal with high school drama. Because I mean, we're we're no longer in high school. She's like we've long since graduated, and mm-hmm. she's like, you know, we're we're more than than old enough,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what she said to you. The girl that lost the weight is the one who came back and said, "Listen, mm-hmm. your girlfriend contacted yeah. me. This is ridiculous. I don't want to deal with it." And that's the last you've heard from her. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Probably what she said wasn't anything like. She just who knows what she said It doesn't really matter because the problem is is that, like that girl said she doesn't want to deal with it. She knows you're involved with this girl. This girl she doesn't want to deal with her shit, right? So she's not talking to you. If ever you break up with yeah. this girl, you could become friends with that girl again. But like right now, I think in a weird way, she's doing the right thing by just staying at. i it. think
2: I think that maybe I honestly, from what she said, I think that maybe she previously, Always had feelings for
0: me. Oh the, oh, the friend. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email. Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast the website, and the email address will all be in the description.
2: Yeah, it's more than... Sami is more than outside of friends. So I think it was her way of saying, you
0: know what, I'll leave you alone. Well, maybe. I don't know. Why did you lose touch with her? You said, you know, you hadn't seen or heard from her in a long time. Is it because you guys, like, went your separate ways? I...
2: I honestly, after high school, I left for the Army. Mm-hmm. And we just lost contact. We would text each other, hey, every now and then, or, you know, write each other emails, or, you know, and even at one point when I was in the Army, we wrote letters to each other, whatever. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it just, we never really hung out, you know.
0: Well, let me ask you this. How did she feel when she found out you had a girlfriend? Like, how did she find out you had a girlfriend? How did she react to that news?
2: She, I don't know. Like, we only recently reconnected about mm-hmm. it, uh, around the same time. And when I started, you know, dating this girl exclusively, I guess she... She didn't really like that too much, so she kind of distanced herself again.
0: How do you know that? I mean, like, she what did she do? What do you mean she distanced well, herself? Well,
2: because prior to that, we used to talk a lot more.
0: Mm-hmm. Because you reconnected, you were talking a lot more, and then all of a sudden, she found out that you're like being exclusive with this new girl, and she backed off.
2: Yeah. Right. Um, I don't blame her. I, I I can't get inside her head, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming that's how she felt.
0: Yeah, maybe, but let me ask you this. Do you think that maybe without even realizing it that you also distance yourself? Because like, what happens a lot of times when someone gets in a relationship? Not
2: intentionally. I like no, the time I, the time I like your company, but I didn't feel the same
0: way. Yeah, but listen, what I'm trying to explain to you is that girls get jealous even of girlfriends when they get boyfriends. Do you understand? Like girlfriends with their girlfriends get... Because what happens when you have a friend... Especially this happens with like females. I've seen it happen all the time. It's not doesn't... This is... I'm just trying to point out that it's not necessarily because she likes you. It just might be because like this girl took away your friendship. Like here you guys were probably talking all the time. And then when you get a girlfriend, a lot of your attention is taken someplace else. So you could say that she distanced herself from you, but what might've happened first without you even realizing it because you were just caught up in your relationship is that you distance yourself from her. And she felt that yeah. and was a little jealous. It might not even be because she wanted to date you, it just might be because you were her friend and you, you know, you filled a purpose in her life. Yeah. And now this girl was getting you more than she was. Do you understand? Like, and I said, girls yeah. could feel that way when their girlfriend gets a boyfriend. Do you understand? That kind of jealousy happens even if there's no romantic feelings going on. It's just because, you know, you kind of get abandoned even just from your friends. A lot of times girls get in relationships or guys get in relationships. And for sure, your relationship will change with your friends, especially when they're a member of the opposite sex. Changes more so, you know? Yeah. So she I don't know. I would have to ask a lot more questions than I may whether she really had feelings for you or not because like I said girls could get we'll jealous. Never know, so. You might know. Listen, you're 20 years old. You 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 know 2 years from now at 6 months from now when you break up with this girl, you could hit her up and then you guys could get drunk one night and make out and date for 5 years. Who you don't know, you know. This isn't this is just a point in time yeah. where right now you don't know, but most likely this girl friend of yours like if ever anything happens between you and this girl that you're dating you guys will reconnect and you'll be friends that friendship foundation that you have will last and she'll she'd probably be more than happy to be your friend once this girl is gone right now after that girl's emailing her and she doesn't want to deal with it which I totally understand and I think she's doing the right thing by backing off right and your girlfriend should be happy that she did that no
2: no I um well yeah, we ended up not talking to each other for like a week and we ended up working things out and you know and we're happy together, so what? And we're ha well, we ended up with not talking for like a week. Is that when you posted the ad? Have- yeah.
0: You didn't. She didn't talk to you for a week because of this, and then you guys got back together. What do you mean by a DDG? Yeah, what do you mean about the DDGG relationship or some um, shit? Yeah. Well,
2: actually, I just found out about this. I guess DDGL is very dominant and little girl. It's like it's, I don't know. It's like weird.
0: So that's the kind of relationship you have? Like, how old's your girlfriend if she's the little girl? 12? She, <laughs> You're 20.
2: She's 22.
0: She's 20 as well. So she's a, a little bit older than you? How is it a daddy, no, little girl just, situation? No, we're
2: practically the same age. I mean, we don't share the same birthday, but... Right. Practically the same age. But
0: Why do you I label it, it was, that?
2: Um, I don't know. Maybe it was like... Uh, at first, I thought it was just a joke that she said, but, like, I guess she takes it really seriously.
0: But uh, she thinks that she, like, in your guy's relationship, she looks at you like a dad, and she wants to feel like a little girl? Isn't that what that stands mm-hmm. for?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. And so, how does that play out in your guy's relationship? Uh,
2: it's... It's interesting. I don't know. I'm really kind of just getting used to it. But what, I didn't really like, know what that was when I first started dating her. Or yeah, I, I don't either. So I,
0: I want you to explain. I need you to well, explain because well, I don't understand.
2: Well, it's like a it's like a thing. Um, like I guess like um, like kind of like role playing or mm-hmm. you know. Like, I mean, you know, some people, like, maybe, you know, I don't know what other couples do,
0: but, like... What do you guys do? And and so this is sexually speaking, is what you're saying. So when you guys have sex... Some of it is. mm -hmm. Some of it is.
2: And some of it's just, you know, whatever. But the majority of it is, yeah.
0: Okay, so explain to me what that means, like, how your sex life is different because you guys are a DDLG relationship.
2: Um, like, I, like, take care of her, like, it's not, you know, like, I take care of her like you would a child, like a young child.
0: Well, like, I don't know, I have a young child, I change his diaper, I clean him out, like, that kind of shit. Like, what do you do to her sexually? Oh,
2: well, not like that, like, more like having, like, a five-year-old running around, you know? Like, we'll go to the store and she'll pull up candy and... (sighs) And what? <sighs> when I say no, give me the puppy dog eyes, kind of ordeal.
0: Yeah. So she wants you basically while you guys are having sex to sort of treat her like a little girl and pretend that you're her daddy. Yeah, like her dad, dad. Like, is that what she like? Does she call you that? Like, how does the role playing really yeah, work so out?
2: she call me daddy.
0: Okay, and does she like to be spanked? Does she wear, like, little girl clothes? Like, how far do you guys take it? Sometimes
2: she will, sometimes.
0: What
3: kind of clothes? But
2: it's not always, like, sexual either in nature. It's not always that way. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But for the most part, yeah.
0: Right. So sometimes even when you guys are just hanging out in the apartment or your house or whatever... She is acts like a little girl and wants you to treat her like you're the dad.
2: Yeah. And like, like mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm not working and we're both off, we'll go to the movies, you know, whatever. And-
0: Okay, but the regular people that are not in that kind of relationship go to the movies all the time. How is it different going to the movies, like, like when you have more this like situation? Your
2: child to the movies, like um, she's really into anime, you know, and cartoons and mm-hmm. and stuff that a typical like like my eleven year old sister would watch on TV.
0: Right, so she likes but, to relate but at to the little same kids, sometimes
2: she doesn't shy away from her responsibilities of being an adult.
0: No, it sounds like she like has lives like a little bit of a double life like she's got this alter ego or like this other part of her that she yeah. sort of like lets loose what sometimes during. Her regular life with you, a lot sexual. Let me ask you this. Is it always, like, when you guys are having sex, right? Is it always, Mm -hmm. like, role-playing that scenario? Or is it only sometimes role-playing that scenario?
3: Only sometimes.
0: Right. But that's, like, her thing.
2: Yeah. It's mostly her saying I'm just kind of, "Mm, whatever, you know. I kind of just go along with it.
0: Right, and like when she wants to call you daddy, like what does she want you to do as her daddy? <laughs> so
2: like, like I said, sometimes it's just as simple as going to the store, and and um, she'll want candy, and when I say no, she'll pretend to be like an eleven-year-old kid or a ten-year-old kid who really just wants candy from the store. And,
0: yeah, that's just and, called being. Im- that might just be called being immature. <laughs> no I want to know like when you're having sex right like and she's like daddy like how does she pretend to be because like it's one thing if you're out like I've seen girls like turn on that little girl thing like it's a thing sometimes that I think some women think is like attractive I don't know or it's like their way of getting shit from guys you know so maybe that's how she plays it out in you know when she wants candy or something from you I, I don't know but when you're having yeah. sex, right? Does she just give mm-hmm. you a lot? Like if you won't go down on her, does she say, "Oh, please, like a little girl"? And then that's how you guys—that's what you call role playing, yeah, or I mean, is she actually a saying? Like
2: that. But, like
0: but role playing, like how? What is like a specific role play scenario that makes this something um, different? Like
2: little schoolgirl
0: outfits. hmm And who are you? If she's the schoolgirl, who are you?
2: Um, her dad.
0: Right. No, that's what I find. Don't you find it interesting a little bit that she wants to like have sex with her dad? <laughs> I don't
2: know. I, I think, see it on Craigslist you know, all like, the time. Let me tell you. YouTube videos on it because I didn't really understand it. Hmm. You know, and I think it stems from like issues with childhood abandonment. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was just found an article on it from some psychiatrist, and they were saying like. No, it's cool. I'm, I'm done with
0: it, you know. Oh, I'm not saying to... Listen, I don't know if you've listened... To, like, you know, you should check out my podcast. Like, I'm, like, totally not judging her or anything. I find it fascinating. I've seen... Let me tell you, I've seen a lot of ads on Craigslist when I go through looking for gas. So when I post my ads, like, I see a lot of these daddy, girl, mommy, sex kinds of situations. She's not the only person that has this fantasy I'm just trying to pick your brain about it because I'm trying to figure out what's going on in her mind and I, it, obviously you're as curious as I am right because you've gone googling about it because it's interesting you know so I'm not saying there's yeah. anything wrong with it and I think that's great considering there's she's your girlfriend that you're into it, it that you that you oblige because that's a part of her that she needs fulfilled so it's good that you you know sort of go there with her And, you know, what's also great is that she feels comfortable to let you know that, you know? Yeah. Because I can't tell you, I have like 50-year-olds on my podcast calling up because, you know, they like shit that maybe isn't so mainstream and nobody knows and they're doing that kind of stuff behind closed doors and, you know, nobody in their life knows about it. It's great that at 20-something years old, you know, she's comfortable with her sexuality and the stuff that she's into and she's open about it with the guy that she's intimate with. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm not saying it's anything bad. I'm just trying to get specific (laughs) details because it's interesting to me. I've always tried to get these mommy, daddy, daughter, you know, son, caught like people that are into that on Craigslist that are looking for that scenario and that kind of relationship. I've tried to get them on my show because I think it's interesting because like I said, I've seen a lot of people that are into it and you're dating one. So I'm just trying, when I'm asking these questions, this is
2: like... Well, well, at first, like the first like couple of months or five months, give or take, our relationship seemed pretty normal, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And mm-hmm. um, I, I guess, and, but, like, I guess, well, we were watching this YouTube video, or I was watching this YouTube video that actually was sent to me through one of those encrypted email addresses. I don't know, maybe, maybe she sent it. I don't know who sent it, mm-hmm. but I do know that I... Put the link to a YouTube video. I was like, okay, YouTube video can't be really hacked as easily, you know, or contain a virus. So I opened it up, and it was um of this popular couple that has a YouTube channel that you know um that does the same si- a similar type of thing, you know.
0: So they're a couple, and they do the. She's the daughter, and he's the father in the scenario, and they do like have sex with each other as and role play that way. Yeah,
2: they have a YouTube channel where they talk about it and whatnot, and like each each little it, the the girls are referred to as littles.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, each little, each each relationship, each couple has a different set age, you know.
0: Hmm. And so what is your girl's age? She likes to be like five.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. And how old are you?
2: Um, well, I'm still 22. I,
0: no, I, you know I'm what I mean. 22. Like, so in her, in her fantasy, she's five and you're 22 or are you like older than that? I
2: don't know how old I am in her little world, you know.
0: It's but how did it go? Thing. Okay, but let me ask you this. So you watch that video, right? You think maybe there is a chance and that's smart of you to think that she might have sent it to you as, as her way of sort of like, you know, getting the topic into conversation well, between what? the two
2: I think as a way of, yeah, It's a way of, like, because I know that she's, she's shy as a person,
3: mm-hmm. you know?
2: So I think that it was a way of her trying to bring it up in conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and so she, you got the video and you watched it with her.
2: And then showed her. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And what did she say?
2: And... Well, at first, I kind of just laughed at it, and she looked at me funny. Mm-hmm. So, and then that's kind of just when I knew that maybe I had thoughts that maybe she sent it. Just because there were other things, you know, prior to that, that, like, kind of, some that I knew something was a little off, but I didn't mind.
0: Like, what other things?
2: Like, just like, like I said, the whole candy incident that really happened, mm-hmm. you know, at one point. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, really? And I was just like, okay, I'll just buy the candy. But, <laughs> right, but you know, she wanted to take it. She, it at the time.
0: Right, but maybe it seemed like she really wanted to, like, enact, like, you know, sort of do it more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what else? Anything else besides that? And,
2: and she would always give me puppy doll
0: eyes, and I'd just be like, okay, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. And, but how and about- I just kind of blew it off and.
0: Right, so then yeah. you when you...
2: when my reaction to the video mm-hmm. um, was different than hers because I thought it was just a joke or thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she didn't take too, much. like cut. But as, like, my... I read somewhere, like... Uh, like, and I'm not saying all women are exactly crazy, but a girl <laughs> once told me, you know, she's like, all women are crazy, just pick the amount of... Diff- amount of craziness you can handle and stick with that
0: girl <laughs> so. I mean yeah. <laughs> so, uh, did again. your mom tell you that who told you that
2: <laughs> I read it on a friend's profile page it was a picture they posted <laughs> and I read it
0: well listen apparently
2: if it- they agree with it so I stuck with
3: it
0: Girl, listen, I think crazy, like what is the definition of crazy? I think we do seem, compared to men way more crazy because we, and this is like a factual thing. It's hormonal. I just read a whole article about it. It's like, well, yeah,
2: no. Hormonally, you guys go through like 70 different emotions
3: a day. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So if like to me, crazy is we feel all of our emotions and we speak them out loud and we're in touch with them and we have them and we express them, then yeah, we're fucking crazy. Guys just aren't that way. So I think, yeah, compared to guys, we seem crazy crazy, but I don't think that... I don't
2: think you're crazy in the sense of, like, belonging to the weenie bin crazy. Right. I mean, it's just your girls are both different than guys. Uh-huh. It's it's, it's fine. But
0: but the crazy comment, mm -hmm. though, that the person's saying might be about, listen, a lot of women have daddy issues. I'm one of them. I had it. I was to, I acted out. It was a, totally crazy when I was younger. People probably think I'm still crazy now. But um I, I think a lot of women like you know have daddy issues. Guys uh, you know more than women aren't so great at parenting a lot of the time. So girls get really fucked up from They're dads, right? And then they act that out when it comes to relationships. So sometimes like maybe that's like, you know, guys say women are crazy. It's like when they're, and they're talking about like in dating situations. And yeah, there are a lot of crazy girls in dating situations because, and those girls could be totally normal in their regular life. But when it comes to dating, all their shit comes out because that's the kind of stuff that was put on them by, you know, when they were growing up and sometimes a lot of dads weren't so great and that's what happens. And guys are the same way. There's a lot of... Guys who hate their moms because they had bad moms and they're like fucking assholes to, you know, uh, to women, you know, and they're maybe called players or womanizers or douchebags. I I
2: have issues with my mom. Mm -hmm. The fact that my mom is technically bipolar. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of issues dealing with my mom, even to this day. Mm -hmm. But I don't but I don't necessarily act out about it
0: yeah that's good you sound like a nice guy and you're capable of having like an intimate relationship even though you've had these kind of issues with your mom which is really you know really great for you you know because a lot of people sometimes that does happen I don't know how did your mom's bipolar stuff like sort of play out like w- between you and her growing up Um, it was just like
2: I w- it wasn't like so much like it wasn't like an abusive dad where you just didn't want to come home from school. I'd just be cautious coming home from school because I wasn't sure if my mom was having a good day or maybe she <laughs> was having a bad day. I just kind of like
0: Right. And when she know, was having sure, a bad so I avoided day. Her. Yeah, and when she was having a bad day, how did that like how did you see that?
2: There was a there was just a lot of yelling in the house and like why aren't the dishes washed or no, no, no,
3: no.
2: most of it is typical mom stuff. Mm-hmm. But the way she goes about handling the situation wasn't ideal.
0: Right. Like her emotions were very intense. Yeah. Right. And was like, do you think it was like scary to you or it was just too much to deal with? Both. Right. Both.
2: <laughs> Both. Just because like when you're little it's like you can't I I don't know. You have this sense that you can't stand up to your mom or whatever, or yeah. You
0: know. That's how you felt.
2: Yeah. yeah, like I would never intentionally say anything bad about my mom, but mm-hmm. you know, but it, it was it was just all the fighting. It was just yeah. You know, the you I think, and especially growing up in a single parent home, it was like. Because, like, when you have both parents, you can kind of just get away and hang
0: out with the other parents, you know? Mhm. But you just had your mom. Did you have brothers me. or sisters?
2: I had, I grew up with all sisters. I was the only boy.
0: Okay. And did you get along with your sisters? Were you close in age? Um,
2: we were close in age, but we were not never actually
0: close. Right. Okay. So you just felt like, because you were, like, an outsider. So you were, like, you were sometimes yeah, afraid of your mom. So you just like yeah. sort of like did you decide to like just have a lot of friends and do a lot of stuff outside of the house and like deal
3: that way? Uh,
2: actually, no. I just kind of locked myself out, like mm-hmm. in my, my. My mom calls it a man cave because I because <laughs> the only like guyish room in the house but other. Mm-hmm. All the, the rest of the house you can tell was designed or built for girls, mm-hmm. and we just have this one guyish room in the whole house.
0: <laughs> well, that's okay. There was one guy in the house, so there was one room for you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so, but I just kind of just would lock myself in Grand right in this little man cave. It's, yeah, you
0: were very outnumbered. Yeah. Your mom has been like totally like diagnosed as bipolar, or do you just
2: um, think well, she's you know that bipolar? My was, and my mom is the same way, and she doesn't want to admit it, but everyone, even my stepdad knows, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And and, so, I mean, my stepdad and my mom are divorced, mm-hmm. but like, I'm very close with my stepdad, very close.
3: Mhm. And
0: he talks about it with you.
2: Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like, we go out for drinks sometimes, like parents should do with, I mean, obviously, not just take the kids to drinks, but I mean, like, at my age, it's acceptable to go, you know, go to a bar with your dad or your stepdad or whatever.
0: Right, you're all you're over twenty, like you're a legal drinking age, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Right. So, but your mom did she was she ever physically abusive or was it like emotional abuse?
2: No, no it was just it was just mentally, like, and even though I knew deep down she never meant it, it would just be like sometimes she'd get really angry and then say, "I hate you," and. She would later apologize and just, you know, whatever.
0: Right, but did that really like? But this is still, her obviously saying that to you was probably really super hurtful.
2: Yeah, I was, but it. it I, don't know. I I think growing up with it, it just kind of used to it. You know, just accepted it as the norm
0: <laughs> right and do you have a close relationship with your mom now
2: um it's better than when I was a kid definitely I can say that
0: do you think it's because maybe yeah. that you're older now You're. it's not so like sort of scary because like you you, you get it like because I think when you're a child maybe like a lot of the stuff that she did was a, probably a lot more scary than it really actually is if you're an adult right because she wasn't right. physically abusing you she was just really acting out because she had problems right right
2: and knowing that, I think it's half
3: the battle
0: yeah it's still hard i mean because listen it, even if you know it it still does affect you you know and and yeah. and create some problems to you know that like, you have to example, deal with
2: for example when i was a kid i was I was a pre-teen. I think I was like 12 or 13. Um, It was the middle of summer in Las Vegas, which is really hot. And for people who don't know, it Mm -hmm. gets to be about 110. Right. I I had stolen firecrackers from a thing that we went to in either Utah or another state. We had traveled to another state. I, I had, you know, stolen firecrackers from that state. I mean, we... My parents took me and another boy from the neighborhood and because there's the other boy and and his sister were all all of us were friends growing up you know mm-hmm. they took us to another state you know on a road trip one and the boys stole firecrackers well he kept his house and whatever well I decided to test one of mine in the backyard and um i guess my parents had like a dinner party or a party where they had friends and alcohol was involved and. They emptied the remaining bits of a uh, bottle inside the wall. And I set the firecracker off in the hole. And I guess because of where the bottle was located, it hadn't fully evaporated or whatever. The whole wall portion of our house caught on fire. And I was so scared. I was so scared when the fire department came. My mom never even bothered to ground me. You no, know, so, she I mean, did it. Obviously, she never bothered to ground me because she saw how scared I was. Is you know, and that it wasn't. It wasn't like I intentionally set the house on fire.
0: Right. Um, so, what's the point of that? Of that story to show that your mom's not that bad.
2: She's not as bad as you know. but right. I
0: mean Because that's a know. good story. That just that shows that like she wasn't uh, like.
2: It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't just like an... Intentional a, a, kind of
0: stuff. When she was thinking in a clear head and she wasn't angry or dealing with her own stuff, she was She was a good mom. She knew the right thing to yeah, do, she's, like, she's right? a decent
2: mom, I think, you
0: know. I think, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, I, listen, I mean, that's probably a lot of the reason why you don't completely hate you know, women. It wasn't like, you know, maybe if she was like physically abusive to you and like super mean all the time. Like I know guys like that, you know, and they have a well, lot of yeah, issues. I think
2: that's what it was.
0: Well, yeah. that's what what was.
2: But but it wasn't, but I don't think she was, in, in, it was intentional. I think it was like, for for example, I am, um, Like, me and my mom got into an argument over a class. I was failing class, and I was like, Mom, I need help, you know. I was like, I really like going to college. Like, I didn't like high school. Uh I'm surprised I even graduated high school. But when I got to college, I needed help with a class, and my mom didn't know how to react. Mm -hmm. So she got frustrated and just pulled all the classes from that semester and just canceled all of them.
0: Oh, God. That's a little harsh. Yeah,
2: so she she lost her money on those classes, but she was just, it, we just got in an argument. She's like, just fork out, whatever. And then, you know, so she had all those classes. Um, I forget what it's called, where, you know, where, where all the classes you're, canceled because you're too close to failing. Even though I wasn't failing, all of my classes was just one specific
0: class. Right. So it just sounds like your mom had like anger issues that she never really got under control. So when she would not be able to sort of figure something out or do something, she would just react like a crazy person because she didn't know how to react. And then (laughs) you were like the collateral damage.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, that's probably why you pick shyer girls, you know, because maybe, you know, that sort of like a woman that maybe is a little like volatile, like your mother would be Mm -hmm. too much for you. You know what I mean? Whereas a girl who's more shy, maybe who likes to act like a little girl. Would be a lot less scary to you because maybe you know somebody that was a little bit more like your mom would be intimidating because it would like sort of trigger that that kind of fear that you probably had a lot more so for like when you were very little with your mom when you really didn't understand what the hell was going on, you know? Right. Right. So this girl is yeah. probably like really good for you because she probably maybe is a little, little opposite of your mom, you know. Uh-huh.
2: Interesting. I never thought of it
0: that way. Do you think? I mean, does she seem opposite? You're, am I right? Or but like maybe she has oh, a big yeah. personality. No,
2: she's totally the opposite. My mom's. My mom was popular and outgoing in high school. Like she is shy and totally secluded and
0: right. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's two different things. Like sometimes, you know, because we were sort of abused by one person, we seek that same thing out because we're trying to work it. But sometimes when something happens with a parent, we go the opposite, you know, kind of a, a thing because whatever. And it would make sense that you would sort of choose the opposite because it's not like you need to work anything out with your mom, maybe. It's just that, but you would probably be turned off to that, or like I said, I think maybe afraid. I think deep down inside you were probably, when you were very little, afraid of that. So you you would probably be right. more attracted to a woman that's more calm and quiet, which is opposite, which is probably really nice for you, considering how you grew up and that was your whole life was spent with sort of that kind of craziness, quote unquote, <laughs> you know? It makes me think, listen, I have a son. I'm a single mom like your mom. I'm super outgoing and I'm a little crazy. I could get angry and curse and stuff. And I'm just like, oh my God, I don't want my son at 22 years old to be talking about me like this. You know, because sometimes it's like you don't realize what like a, a child sort of, sees right uh, uh, when they're looking at a parent you know and how just even like a bad mood could come across to a child your mom probably had no clue you know that her being in a bad mood about something that wasn't even related to you affected you so much that you would were like afraid to come home
2: yeah
0: right yeah But you would never think that maybe she was not not thinking that way. You know what I mean? She was just thinking of herself, unfortunately. You know, I think that's what, you know, it's just...
2: And it's not... And I mean, sometimes, I mean, yeah, sometimes I did get in trouble. I was a normal kid, you know? Yeah. But Mm -hmm. other times it was just be like, I just feel like, what did I do? Like, I I don't understand what... Why just coming home from school could mean to be, you know... Could it be a bad day or could it be a good day? I don't
0: know. Right, right. Of course. She was like a bully. She's like a bully. Like, that's like the bully mentality. She doesn't feel good about herself, so she takes it out on everybody else, you know? And that's like her own insecurities and stuff that she, you know, that happened to her when she was younger and probably happened to her with her parents. And if it's unresolved stuff, it just, you know, you sort of unfortunately put that on somebody else. What's cool about you? is you see me you're a guy but like you seem very sort of curious and not to say that guys aren't curious but like you know a lot of times guys don't maybe think things as deep as some other as women do or as you know but you seem to I think because
2: I grew up in a house full of girls yeah
0: but I think that's good I think that's such a good quality to have as a guy because I think it makes you in your life sort of look for answers to I, things that you don't understand and i think that that's helpful for you that's going to help you in your that whole makes life
2: it you more accepting excuse me you know more accepting to something out of normal
0: it makes you more accepting is that what you're saying
2: yeah it's a mm-hmm. of out of normal you know
0: yeah, but it also makes you sort of figure stuff out about yourself too and make and it helps you learn from things and stuff. And I think that that's like, you know, really good for you to have as, uh, you know, a part of your personality because a lot of people don't have that. Women are men, especially men. And it's called self-aware, like being self-aware. And also, like I said, not just being sort of self-aware, but like going and looking into things and sort of trying to, find out like look you have this girlfriend that's into this thing that you're like okay this is different but you weren't you're like not judgmental and you weren't closed off about it you but you went looking online to see like what it meant and why she's like that and whatever and that's that's like I think that's like really healthy and good and not just in this situation with your girlfriend and you know your whole life for lots of different things and even just Mm -hmm. now when I brought up the thing about your mom and compared him to your girlfriend that you like you were, like, open. Like, whether I'm right or wrong, the fact that you were like, oh, that's kind of interesting and you're going to think about it. You know, it's just like you. that's kind of openness and sort of looking to figure things out and being open for answers and stuff is really helpful. Right. Do you
2: know what I mean? And I just... Well, yeah, and the whole thing about pushing that is I wasn't really sure how to handle the situation and I wasn't really... I wasn't really sure how to... About the situation, you
0: know, with the girl, you mean went. Listen, your mom probably yeah, she couldn't. Like, like I don't want
2: to throw away my relationship with my girlfriend over one comment,
0: you know. No, and it, it seems like she thought she did at first, but she had a change of heart too. Because listen, you know, every you know, it's easier said than done to throw out a relationship, right? This girl's been with you for a year. She was really angry, and she probably felt really terrible. Uh, You know after that Mm -hmm. comment She was jealous she felt bad about herself She felt insecure about her relationship So she thought okay I'm just going to leave you And all those feelings are going to go away But then what she had was Now she doesn't have you in her life And that's terrible too because when you really Like somebody like you don't Want to not be with them Mm -hmm. anymore So she was like you know being with You and feeling that way is probably better Than not having you at all
2: Yeah Sorry
0: but yeah so and she and she came back to you, right? I'm assuming she came back to you and you guys started dating again, yeah, we started talking, mhm, and is she cool, like yeah. does she still bring up little comments about it every now and then still
2: sometimes mhm, but and then other times she'll be like, Am I not good enough for you and I'm just like, what?
0: Yeah, but let me ask you this, because listen, one comment or one thing about a girl doesn't make someone insecure. What happens is an insecure person who's a little bit maybe more insecure than somebody else, if something like that happens, they take it, you know, it bothers them more than somebody else. Do you understand? It's not like, like, you know, she's probably an insecure person to begin with, right? and then yeah. you throw in this comment and then it's just going to you know it's it's just triggers that in her and now you're just seeing that come out more but it's not like you made her she could be a little bit more insecure in the relationship but normal person that has a healthy self esteem if you explain the situation everything will be able to get over it but if she keeps continuing to ask you if she's good enough and all that stuff she might be have like low self esteem and you know a lot of people have that that's a common problem yeah. she's young you know but You might have to, that's something that will play out in your relationship in a lot of different ways, unfortunately. But, you know, you'll just have to give her a lot of reinforcement. Yeah. I think it
2: has to do with a lot of, um, you know, when we first started dating, I didn't know that, I didn't know that she wore hearing aids. So, I just was like, when we first started dating, we'd be talking and she'd be like, what? And then I i would be like, geez, are you deaf? But oh, my God. Really oh, my God. It. I didn't mean it. Oh, my you know, God.
0: Be, I, and I, she kind of is. you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, oh, my God. And then she eventually explained it to you?
2: Yeah, eventually. She's like, that's not funny. Like, I really am. Like, oh, my God. And she pulled this little device out of her ear that allows her to hear better
0: Oh, my like, God.
2: I felt really bad after.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, but listen, you know, that's something most people would say without even thinking. And it just, because, you know, most people aren't really deaf. <laughs> it just turns out that you had, uh, uh, oh, my God. But that's-
2: like, well, because we were, like, in a, in a store. And, and the store was, we were walking through the mall. And I understand it's noisy in the mall. But we walked into this specific store with these fur coats. And I made a comment about how pricey the fur coats were. But the store was completely empty except for maybe the guy sitting at the counter. Right. hmm. Because nobody's gonna go well, I mean You're i in, hope not. Most right. People don't go into the store and spend five thousand dollars on a fur coat.
0: Okay. So it's not like Especially not in Vegas. <laughs> shops, you know? Right. Okay.
3: So, you're
2: like just, it a so my first reaction was, geez, like, are you dead Like You know, <laughs> and I guess, you know, maybe that really bothers her. I don't know.
0: Yeah, probably because she was. But listen, you know, the fact that she wasn't really upfront about that in the beginning, I'm sure that's happened to her more than one again. Listen, she sets herself up for that by not saying anything. The fact that that hearing aid isn't making her completely. But I
2: would not want to say anything upfront either.
0: Well, you didn't know.
2: No, but I'm saying even if I was in her shoes, I wouldn't. Well, that's ridiculous.
0: I would way rather beat people to the punch. I would want everyone to know I was deaf before somebody like threw it in my face with a comment like that. What's the big deal? She has a hearing aid.
2: But I think that like because she was like one day she asked me, she said, if I am ever fully deaf, will you stay?
0: Oh, God. Oh, okay. So she has some sort of, like, degenerative disease that's going on that could possibly take her hearing away completely? Right,
2: yeah. Okay, let me ask you this, though,
0: because deaf people or even people that are, like, sometimes they talk different, you know, or most of the time they talk different. So you could tell that they have a hearing thing because the way they speak is different than a, a, a person, you know, a regular person who can hear. Does she have that?
3: We
2: We're both born premature.
0: Okay, but how much premature? Three weeks? Two months?
2: I don't know about her. I know that mine was like maybe a month at most.
0: Yeah, that was me too, and I I could hear fine. So, but that has nothing to do with it. But let me ask you this. Does she have a weird way of talking? No, she talks normal. Okay, well, maybe this whole thing, like, what kind of disease does she have? Is it really true that she could lose her hearing totally? Or was she just being a baby and she was maybe role-playing with you and saying, like, maybe she has some sort of abandonment crazy thing that goes on, you know, and that's why she does this role-playing? I
2: think that maybe she she feels that, like, I think she had an an ex-boyfriend prior to me that was a total jerk and that, like, would totally take advantage of her and I think that she just has abandonment issues. And I think, I don't know if her hearing will fully go away. I don't know. Well, like, what is
0: the reason for her hearing being poor now? Do you know?
2: D- just how she, when she was born.
0: Okay. And what's her deal with her father?
2: No, I'm not sure.
0: Right. So, yeah, her abandonment issues happened probably before this boyfriend, the first boyfriend. Um... You know, yeah. so yeah, she probably doesn't trust men and she doesn't and trust sense, that you'll it stay.
2: Comes from that and the combination of the boyfriend and...
0: Yeah, of course. Well, you know. the boyfriend's only going to perpetuate the story, you know, and make that story that was told to her like as a young girl, like it just make that stronger, right? And unfortunately, that's what we do to ourselves. We, you know, we... Something happens when we're younger and because we're trying to figure it out, we just attract that same thing and then it go, p- keeps playing and showing up in her life and then it only makes things worse you know so yeah she yeah. has abandonment issues that's who she is so that is that kind those kind of comments and that kind of stuff is going to come up constantly in your relationship because like you can't really sort of give her anything to make that go away that's something that she's going to have to fix within herself do you understand But what's the good thing to do and the only thing you could do, and I think you do this because you sound like a nice guy and you sound like a good communicator, is a person like that just needs a lot of reassurance. You know, when they bring up their stuff that they're insecure about or they talk about these things like, oh, you're going to ban me, you're going to leave me with it," You just, you know, tell her no way. Like, I would never leave you. Like, you just give her the reassurance that she needs. She's just going to be more needy like that because of her issues, you know. And as long as you don't right. mind doing that for her. You could have a really good relationship with her. And a girl like that, that has that kind of issue, is very loyal. Like, that's the good thing about people like that. Yeah, they might be needy and insecure. She's probably very loyal and would never leave you. You just might need to do, you know, that kind of damage control with her. And I would never make comments other women like you do with that other thing because that's not something that a girl like her could really handle. I mean, no girl wants that, you know. But somebody like her, it's of gonna, course. it's gonna of be it wasn't longer.
2: It was really intended to be. I think it was just more of as a guy. You know, most guys think with one head and not the
3: other. You
0: know right right it listen she should have never seen it it had no reason to be in like she had no reason to know it it wouldn't have it's 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 like meaningless in your relationship but unfortunately because she found out it's going to be something and because she's insecure and has abandonment issues she's going to probably it's going to be hard for her to let it go completely but even if it wasn't that, it would be something else. Do you understand with her? Because she's probably just like insecure. So something would have come up or she w- it w- it is always going to be there in your relationship. You're just going to have to deal with it. It's fine. Everyone deals yeah. with something in their relationship. So whatever. Like uh, you obviously care about this girl and you're into the you know her. And it's good that she came back. So you don't really need any advice from me because you got your girl back, right?
2: Yeah, but I didn't really know how to deal with it at the time. I was like, well, do I just move on? I was like, (laughs) Yeah, but now, listen, that's how you learn. It's much easier for... I look at it like this. It's much easier for a guy to move on. Mm -hmm. You know, when a guy... Guys have broken hearts, too. Don't get me wrong. But when a guy has... Typically, when a guy has a broken heart, he'll just go to the bar, get drunk, and forget about it the next day, and
0: you know, move on with his life, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, but you know how many times when I've gone to my guy friends, like, with a breakup or a guy doesn't like me and I'm like, blah, 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 and they're like, just don't think about it. Like, just stop thinking about it. And it's just like, all right, like, I, that's not even possible. Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's where men and women are very different. You know, and my guy friends would be like, what's your problem? Like, the worst thing to do is like, think about it. Like, just go do something else. You know, and it's is like, women aren't like that. They're very different. Um, You know, yeah. so yeah, it is. But I think that men get slapped in the face and it eventually shows up in their life like when they least expect it. It's not that it's not there. It's just it's like on a delayed reaction. A guy thinks that he could just forget about it and he goes to the bar and like six months later, all of a sudden he like is faced with like... Really devastated that he lost that girl, and then he tries to get her back, and she's like completely over him because she already moved on
2: with her. Yeah,
0: because she dealt with the pain immediately, so the timing is never—it's never right, but it's always there. The guy always comes back; it always comes up for them.
2: The song by
0: Foreign, um, love isn't always on time or something like that. Right, right, yeah. It's just the way that it goes. So, like, that's why it never works out, and the girl's always like done because the girl cries immediately, she's upset and blah, and then she's over it. The guy pretends he's it, just thinks he's over it, and he's out fucking every girl and doing whatever. And then if he and doesn't meet know, somebody else,
2: just kind of
0: building up. Well, know. it's just there. It hasn't built up. It just hasn't gone away. And then when he's not sort of trying to avoid it that's what happens at the beginning a man doesn't want to feel it so he pushes it away subconsciously in a way that it stays away when he feels that he's safe and it's enough time away he doesn't it's somehow that you know defense mechanism is gone and then it comes up and then they're like boom and I I can't tell you how many times I've gotten that call like oh my god that was the worst thing I ever did like and I'm just like completely over it you know and that's what always happens all the time and that's like you know that's like a thing because yeah. men and women are very different in the way they deal with breakups and the way they deal with a lot of stuff, right? And that's what we've had mm-hmm. good conversation and good, interesting stuff on this podcast about that kind of stuff. You know, because I think to myself, like, what am I going to title this podcast or what is it about? It's about a lot of different things, right? We talked about yeah. your daddy girl relationships, we talked about,
2: yeah, I mean,
0: jealousy. I don't know. So uh, I'll have to figure out what to title it, but it it was good talking to you. I think that... Oh,
2: you too. And I would love to be on your
3: show anytime.
0: Yeah, anytime you have a problem. I mean, I keep my shows at an hour, so we're at an hour, so I'm wrapping up. Anytime you have a problem, That's if fun. shit goes down with you and your girl or it gets more interesting, that whole daddy thing, or she wants to call up and explain,
2: I am <laughs> or, or when I find, figure out more, I don't really know how to explain it just because I don't... It was something
3: interesting,
2: but
0: you know, yeah, you need a little bit more experience, but maybe when you have some more experience with the daddy girl thing, I'd like to see other people out there.
2: Like, I've seen, I've heard stories, but I'm gonna gonna get get one one on on my my show.
0: Yeah, I'm I tell you, I email them all the time, I just don't get them to be on the show, but it's a thing and it exists. So, if anyone's listening. And they're into the daddy little girl thing or vice versa. Because I've seen some men looking for mommies. I've
2: heard about guys who are in the, like, I think it's like referred to as mommy dominant. Yeah. Uh-huh. that
0: too. Yeah. So either one, we're looking for you. He, you're I interested. I am sure. the Guinness World Record because I guess some guy, or no, A
2: Thousand Lades to Die or something like that. Uh-huh. was on some TV show. That's how I figured out what it was. I didn't
0: know what it was at the time. Right, right. Yeah, but uh, so... If I, it, w- I, was, I was in my teens,
2: but, you know... Um.
0: I'm curious, too. You're curious because you're dating somebody and you're kind of like in the middle of it. I'm curious because I'm just curious by nature. So if anyone's listening in there in that scenario and you'd like to be on the show, send me an email at Shookley Anonymous Podcast. at and, she- <laughs> and you, yeah. uh, Tommy Lee, thanks for calling in. And like I said, if you have any other, you know, relationship problems in the future that you want to navigate and call back in i'd love to have you back on because i think you know a lot of guys have the same kind of questions and uh a lot of my listeners are guys so it's like helpful for people to hear this kind of stuff
2: i would love to be on your show again give me a call anytime
0: okay thanks thanks for calling in good luck with everything Bye bye. -bye. all right bye bye